Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Champ Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where the voice of the blues on Bally Sports Midwest, John Kelly, joins us, as he does on Thursday mornings. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm great, Randy. How are you guys today? Everything's great because the blues are on a four-game winning streak, and we see it. And sometimes when the teams are losing, we don't like it. But it's amazing how in sports things can turn on a dime as quickly as they do. Yeah, and I think this, obviously, season is probably the prime example of that right Randy they won their first three games of the year in the third game they shut out Edmonton holding the Oilers to 22 shots and then they follow that up with an eight game losing streak which was a club record and um, you know really had some some bad games in that stretch and you know they actually played some good periods during the eight game losing streak and you know probably could have won a game or two um, but now they found their team game and you know played really well last night in Chicago on the mom's trip as we know and it's it's obviously a lot more enjoyable to do this interview on Thursdays when they win four in a row as opposed to losing eight in a row, guys. I'll tell you that. Hey, John, I want to talk about Callie Rosen. What have you seen from him uh, this season? He's got two goals on the season. He's only had three goals in his prior uh, four, four or five seasons prior to this year. What have you seen from him, and, and what do you think of his play so far? Well, you know, Kerry, I think that the biggest thing to me is when I see – um, an aggressive Callie Rosen, then I see a better hockey player. And, you know, I, I think I can't imagine how tough it would be for a player like that that isn't guaranteed a spot in the lineup every night. And, you know, he, he's, he plays some games and is out for some games and things like that. And that's been the case this year. Um, but I think in particular in the last three or four games, he's really been on his toes and has been, you know, gap control has been good. He's been jumping up and playing things like that. So I think when... Rosen plays an aggressive game. I don't mean physically because he's not that kind of player. But when he's aggressive with his skating and and his reads and things like that, I just think he's a better player. And it seems to me, John, that he's got some of that Carl Gunnarsson Swedish steadiness in him. You know what, Randy? It's ironic you say that because I mentioned that the other day to somebody that he sort of reminds me a little bit of Gunnarsson is that he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he really competes hard when he's on the ice, and in particular when he's on the puck. And that's what Gunnarsson did. I think Gunnarsson was a very underrated player on the Blue Stanley Cup team. So, you know, maybe we say that because he's Swedish like Gunnarsson. I don't know. Um, But I I, I do see some similarities, though, in in the way, again, his intensity level really amps up when he's, you know, in a battle or – you know, trying to get a loose puck and things like that. So, yeah, I, I do see some comparisons as well. Hey, John, one thing that I mentioned in the last segment is that, and we talked to Panger the other day about how a really good player can lose confidence. And Ryan O'Reilly did not have a good stretch during the better part of that eight-game losing streak. He played well in the in the last game. But it's amazing when Ryan O'Reilly is playing his game, what a difference it makes for the other 17 skaters on this team. 
Yeah, he, you know, he's the leader, Randy. Obviously, he wears the C on his on his uniform for a reason. That it's it's really a little bit, you know, you wonder how a guy like O'Reilly can use lose his confidence, but I think he did, and you know, he, he's playing so much better now. Um, a guy that's won a Smythe Trophy in a Stanley Cup, and you know, has been a leader here for a number of years. But he did lose his confidence, and you could tell it in his game. He wasn't. He wasn't confident, and he admitted that he had to be better. So, um, for whatever reason, it didn't work early on with Cairo. Maybe it will again if they go back to that. But I think Josh Levo has come in, and he's been a steady presence on the right side. And, and Saad, of course, missed those six games, and he's come back, and the Blues have, I think, lost only two games since he came back in the lineup. So, it, it seems to be a very predictable line. And just off the top of my head, I think Ryan O'Reilly – needs predictable, um, steady, safe players. And that's what Levo appears to be, and that's certainly what Saad is. So it's been a probably a better mix from Ryan O'Reilly in the last four or five games, and uh, hopefully it'll continue here. That was going to be my next question. How important is Saad? I mean, they lost six of those eight games that he was out, but, but how important is he back to this Blues team to help them uh, create offense and do things that they need to do? Yeah, I mean, he's he's very important. And I, I think that we have to keep in mind, you know, in regards to Ryan O'Reilly is uh, last year he had sawed on his left for a good part of the year. And really David Prawn was there every single night. So when Saad got hurt, then he's without both his wingers from last year. So that's a big adjustment, right? So, you know, Saad is, he's just a steady player. You come to watch him play and if he doesn't score a goal, you might not really notice him unless you're, you really have your eyes trained on him, but he's a smart player. Obviously, he's a good four-checker and dependable. The guy's won two Stanley Cup championships. So I really enjoyed, by the way, having his mom in our in our booth last night. She was really upbeat and so uh, grateful that the Blues had the moms on the trip, and it was really nice to meet her. But he's just a solid hockey player. What can I say? Yeah, that was great, by the way, uh, in both of the games when you would have the moms, uh, you, you had uh, Shenner's mom up there and uh, it, it, it must have been the, the whole trip, whether you were on the air or not, during a game or not, it must have been really cool to be, see the players bond with their moms like that. Yeah, you know, Randy, the Blues have done dad trips in the past, as you know, and they had never done a mom's trip until this year. And I've always gotten along great with the dads when when they've come along. Um, but I think, in a, in a way, the moms appreciated the trip more than the dads. Now, the dads always loved it, don't get me wrong. But every single mom that I talked to was just completely so thankful of what the Blues did. And they just had such a – they had a great time with their boys. And, you know, in the meetings, on the planes, and at the games, obviously, you know, they were high-fiving the players last night as they came off the ice and, you know, singing outside the locker room after the win in Denver on Monday. So – it was a lot of fun, and obviously it was a great new perspective for the moms to get behind the scenes with their sons in an NHL team. Hey, John, one more thing, and we always like to look at stats to determine who the best and who the most important players are, but stats can lie at times. And I want to see if you agree with me that Jordan Bennington, who's sitting there with a 2.98 goals against and a 905 save percentage, you look at those numbers and you say, not very impressive. I don't think the numbers are at all reflective of how Jordan Bennington has played. What do you think? Well, I agree. And I've told people this, that you know, when the Blues were losing games and, and people said, what's wrong with the team? I said, quite honestly, the goaltending has been good. And even Thomas Grice has been good. He let in a couple of goals maybe in Nashville that he'd like to have back. You know, Bennington had the one outing against Montreal, I believe, where he allowed 
six goals and one was an empty net goal. But uh, quite honestly, during that eight-game losing streak, I think the Blues allowed on average of five goals a game. And they were just not defending well at all. And it, Randy, how many backdoor tippings did the other team have? It was unbelievable. The Blues goal? Yeah, it was really crazy. They've also had eight goals going off Blues defensemen this year, directly off you know, a skate or a stick and things like that. So I, I think in, in this case with Bennington, I think the, the numbers are very deceptive. I think he's had, quite honestly, the best start to a season that he's had since he became a blue back in in early 2019. All right, one last thing, because you are a guy who's seen a lot of hockey. You're a hockey historian. You've seen it from the time you were a little kid. And I asked Panger this a couple of weeks ago. I think we can make an argument, not that he, that uh, Alex Ovechkin is the best goal scorer, but the best pure goal scorer ever. With the, no, the era that he's playing in, the number of games that he's played, obviously Gretzky was the best goal scorer, but he wasn't a guy that was a sniper. Let's put it in, in those terms. Is could you, Can I make a fair argument that Alex Ovechkin is the best sniper in the history of the game? Yes. Just flat out yes. And, yeah. and I say that for two reasons. You, you just watch him shoot the puck, and it's amazing. And he's still scoring goals like he was at 25 years of age. And I, I would say the best three that I've seen, and obviously Gretzky has the record, but as you said, he wasn't a pure goal scorer. I think the best three that I've ever seen, obviously Ovechkin would be number one, number two would be Brett Hall, and number three would be Mike Bossy, who, who <laughs> passed away last year. So those would be my three. And obviously, Brett played in an era where goal scoring was a lot higher. And, you know, I'm not sure about the, you know, the late 70s, early 80s, but I think goal scoring was really high as well then when Mike Bossy was in his prime. So I would put those um, three at the top of my list, Ovechkin, Brett Hall, and and Mike Bossy. Agree with you 100%. J.K., always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much. We won't talk to you before next Thursday, so you and your family have a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, let's go Blues up until then. All right, you guys as well. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You got it, John. See you later. John Kelly, the longtime TV voice of the Blues on Bally Sports Midwest. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.